Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Spill the Baby Tea, a podcast where we can only talk about all things motherhood and parenthood. My name is Helen Wu Wang. I'm a mom to a two-year-old baby boy now. I started this podcast when my baby was eight months old, so what a journey it has been. Thank you if you've been around since over a year ago now, and welcome to any new listeners out there who are all fresh to the pod. With this podcast, I am here to create a space where we can all share, connect, and feel a little less alone. As I mentioned on the last episode of Spill the Baby Tea, I wanted to bring someone who whom you're all familiar with by now, my husband and baby daddy, Philip, onto the podcast to get a dad's perspective of what the pros and cons of having a child is like. I think oftentimes we hear a lot from the mom's perspective, our opinions, our struggles, our joys, and our fears, but we don't hear enough from the dads. So with that, welcome to the podcast once again, Philip. Hello. Thanks for having me back, Helen. (laughs) To all the parents out there, we are in this together, so let's get this episode started. As with every episode of Spill the Baby Tea, we are going to start with our giggle and drool of the week. As my esteemed guest, Philip, why don't you start with your drool? Drool. Drool is something like not so great. (laughs) Kind of wet and damp Um, and moist. (laughs) Yeah, I, I guess my drool uh, for this week, and actually for a couple months now, actually, is um, he definitely favors you, mm. um, and I, I, it's not anything that's new to us. I think obviously he's you know mama's boy, and baby you know tends to go towards the mom in early years for a variety of reasons. But like he has like very active decisions and choices, you know, to towards you, and he'll like literally you know, push me away, uh, even when I'm trying to comfort him or take him somewhere or um, just even just hang out. Like he'll he'll be very vocal now um, with his words and his attitude that he wants mama or mommy or mama. It does hurt. It does kind of, it makes me sad that I can't comfort him when he's sad or lonely or something. But it makes the times when he does seek me out or say, papa, you know, 
more special, I guess. You're so happy when he's attached to you. <laughs> yeah, and and I know it's like I think another reason why it's not just like my own ego, but it's also I know you know it's tiring on you if if he's crying or if he wakes up in the middle of the night. Like I I'm there's many times where I'm okay to go down and, and comfort him or check on him, but literally him seeing me come down versus you like upsets him more, and I know that's just tiring and you know st strenuous on you. So I like I feel powerless and helpless. To not only him but also you in those situations so it's just not a good feeling yeah no i appreciate you saying that and i know in those moments when he seeks me out more it does feel it does feel nice you know just to be i think it's human nature to like the feeling of being wanted and i think it's a good feeling for me but i always find myself checking myself and and trying to see it from your perspective too and seeing how much hurt that probably does cause for you and so i'm always like no, go to Baba. Yeah, or like I try, really, to, I try very, to bring that up. Yeah, you're yeah. very, you're very, very nice about it, to, and like you, you, you point out to him, like, hey, look, look, it's so great, Baba's here, like you know. So I, I think that de definitely does register on him, and and you know, I, I get it that it's a phase, and you know, I, I've heard it a lot on social or reading places that it's supernatural, and it might flip, and that, and it may, very likely will flip someday, <laughs> and never gonna flip. <laughs> And it might actually like, you know, hurt you more later. Oh, it's going to hurt. It so, would kill me. Oh. So I get it. I get it. So that, that's why it's just like a little drool. <laughs> okay. Well, I will share mine as well. I think my drool of the week, which is now a relief of the week, is just how exhausting the holidays were for us. And I think for a lot of parents out there as well. I know I'm not alone because every mom that I've talked to is literally operating with zero gas left in a tank and a warning sign to go to the nearest fueling station, but they are still stepping on the gas pedal hard. And that was the same for me and for us. And for us, it's not only the holidays. It starts with your birthday, which falls mm -hmm. on, you know, Halloween weekend. And from that point to the end of the year with Halloween kids activities and Thanksgiving, Christmas shopping, my birthday, several mm -hmm. of our friends, you know, Scorpio and Sagittarius birthdays and whatnot, holiday galas, dinners, all of that. Holiday parties, year-end parties yeah, for it, companies. I mean, yeah. it sounds like a, a woe was me moment, but literally from your birthday to the end of the year, it feels like both a marathon and a sprint at the same time. And I feel like every year, at least for the past two years since we have become parents, we've been trying to calibrate to not be stressed year after year. And for me, that meant that this year I was getting my Christmas shopping done by black friday weekend which i've never done that's so early to me and i really try to do that this year it means planning our son's birthday like months in advance and it's still stressful so i'm like maybe for next year i need to start planning now <laughs> actually i should it's your big 4-0 so i should be we should yeah. be planning that well ahead of time yeah having your birthday and our son's birthday in the same month in between thanksgiving and christmas is just um it's not ideal. It's a lot. <laughs> it's not ideal. Okay, why don't you share your giggle of the week? Um, my giggle of the week is that he's two. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, just, I know that's very general and broad, but I just feel so lucky that we made it to this big, big, you know, milestone and that he's getting older and he's growing big and strong and, you know, uh, advancing and he's uh, using so many words and physically so much coordination, like just developing as a young boy, just really really proud of him there's so many moments where he latches onto something or he remembers something or says something and i'm just i can't believe that um just as this little human he's he's growing up and developing so well and so i'm just always constantly saying i'm so proud of you you remembered mm -hmm. or 
Yeah. He's I, registering things that I'm just, I just can't believe it. Yeah. I cried so much during his second birthday. And I think it's because this is really the turning point in him going from baby to full toddlerhood. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like this is the age where I feel so connected with him. The most connected we've ever been because finally he can now communicate with us. But this is the age where he's still trying to find his words, happily surprised by the simplest things in life. Like, I think he just finally understood what a present meant. Or he's mm-hmm. still kind of not too excited by all the, by all the presents under the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. But I feel like toddlers now are like, presents! Mm-hmm. And they just want to open all of them. He's kind of just like, oh, what's this? Yeah. And still kind of curious yeah. about everything. Yeah, he... Uh... Like, there's a lot of things that about him that are still very baby-esque. Like, right. can get easily distracted. Um, obviously, like, you know, he was still wearing diapers and um, needs his blanket. And, and yeah, it's, like, always, like, you know, uh, searching for mommy and stuff. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, I feel like next year it's going to be so different. He's going to be, like, like a, a little kid. Yeah. And so the, the development that's going to happen this upcoming year is going to be almost like a farewell to our i know our baby baby oh, right? and that's why i like was yeah. crying so much i yeah, feel like same. this is like the purity and the innocence that it's gonna yeah. slowly start to go away yeah it's gonna be different <laughs> kid problems now yeah so this version of him is kind of it's really special it's uh yeah it's it's like yeah it's gonna be gone and that it feels weird to like say that you're like because it's the same person just grown up but like yeah. it is a different person like this this person is going to be a memory yeah. Right. And Very we're gonna soon. and we're gonna have to be learning and making new memories with a different person, which is kind of crazy to think about. And he's not gonna remember any of this either. So this is literally like just for us to say goodbye to, farewell. Oh hey, yeah. this is for you, baby boy. Yeah. When you listen back one day, your parents are uh, recording this while you're sleeping. He's gonna be like, Oh my god, that's so cringe, you guys had a podcast, you just <laughs> talked about yourself. Oh my god. All right, so let's get into it. Yeah. Did you listen to my last episode about my pros and cons of having a child? I did. I felt it was kind of broad. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like Mm -hmm. it's things that I feel like maybe it's because obviously we talk about it, a lot of that stuff so much. So there wasn't much that was new to me, but uh, I'm glad that, you know, we're being, you know, open about it and talking about both sides and because obviously it's fantastic. It's great, you know, but I think it's also good to be, you know, transparent with people that it's like not all rainbows and butterflies, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I mean, that's why I wanted to have a second episode about this because there's just so much to cover. Mm-hmm. And the first one is going to be more general and broad, but you're going to bring the specifics, aren't you? I I have some specifics. And literally like the first thing I, I texted you when you said you wanted me to do this is like how real do you want to get like how honest do you want me to be <laughs> i don't want to be like a downer or or like you know bring up stuff that is yeah too real basically well then let's get into it okay is there anything that comes top of mind to you that hasn't already been shared i mean it's just more like getting into the specifics because obviously like you said our relationship has changed like that's so broad right mm-hmm. and so like in what areas has our relationship changed <sighs> everything's changed like <laughs> I it's weird like I don't even want to like look at your eyes when I say this stuff but like yeah you were um, like coyly looking away from me yeah I I feel like the version of you and me pre-kids is I don't want to say gone but maybe like dormant and the type of spontaneity that we had the type of uh we have a different joy now but like we had a we had a different joy back then of just enjoying each other each other's company physically each other um, emotionally like we had just a different type of interaction with each other before and now 
the majority of our interaction revolves around our child. There's just always so much to do. And even though we have help, it's like, okay, we're communicating with like, you know, our parents or our nanny about him. And that help is really just freeing up time for us to like get our work done. And then for me personally, like I'm just trying to get through all my work as quickly as possible so that I can come back and spend time with him. And in that sense, I'm prioritizing, you know, him over you, right? And so by the time he's you know, down for bed, then it's like, we're already so tired, we have very little time to give to each other. So our allocation of time towards each other uh, is completely skewed, if not gone, in favor for someone else. So this is something that I heard before, you know, I became a parent many years ago, actually, when I heard from like my older friends. And I, this is one thing that kind of like stood out to me that kind of did scare me a little bit going into, but I didn't fully understand until I got here. But, you know, I would hear that men or dads would actually become like jealous of their own child, especially if it was like a son. Because before they came around, like in theory, like I was the main man in your life. Mm -hmm. And then overnight that shifts, right? It goes to, towards someone else for an indefinite period of time, right? And the default now is always attention towards him and not me. And I wouldn't want it any other way, obviously. Like I choose him too, but it is a very, very jarring feeling and not just i'm so i'm not I don't, i'm not that far where i'm like you know yeah jealous of my own kid but i i get what they're saying when when they say that like you have your wife and it's almost like you're just living now with you know uh yeah your teammate or your co-parent versus like your wife mm -hmm. or you know your 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 girlfriend or something like yeah just the type of attention that you have towards each other and the type of attention that you're receiving is very, very different now. Yeah, I mean, I think it comes down to our bandwidth, right? We have such limited bandwidth now and there's literally still so many hours in a day and a lot of that just needs to be allocated towards him or towards communicating with the people who, who are helping to you know, watch him while we're working and it's communicating with each other to make sure our schedules are aligned. And that's, that's a lot of time that's allocated to that and very little time now that we can actually spend with each other I mean, we frequently talk about how pre-baby, you know, we would always plan a weekend trip away with just the two of us, spontaneous weekend trip away, especially when work starts getting, you know, busy and we start to feel disconnected with each other. And I will say that it was and it still is a top priority of ours to always invest in our relationship because at the end of the day, this love that we've got going on, this is what is going to last the rest of our lifetimes. So it's important to us that we keep that fire alive. But we haven't had a chance to take, you know, a trip for just the two of us in all of these past two years. And it's been like a point of contention. We've only traveled for like a charity basketball game, actually like two charity basketball or maybe three charity basketball games now, or a friend's birthday or grandparent's birthday or to visit family in, in another city. But the last trip we took just us two was our baby moon in Mexico. And that was pre-baby. Which is the purpose of a baby moon, right? Like, I think that's what we're saying is not anything new to anyone. Like, we're not trying yeah. to be like, woe is me. Like, that's literally why people would take a baby moon because, yeah, you're probably not going to travel yeah. just you two for a very, very long time. But it's just such a yeah. stark contrast to what life was like pre-baby. Even date nights, I can probably count on one hand what used to be an expectation every weekend of us having a date night to catch up with each other and be lovey-dovey has now become the exception. It's hard for me to actually imagine having that much time with right? you. Right? I'm like, I, oh, 
Yeah, like that's wild to think that we literally had not just every weekend, but like literally any night to just right to just go out to go like K Town and yeah. down a bottle of soju. <laughs> yeah, like it's not. Yeah, like it's it's not just even the the dates and just being able to like be wild and and free. It's it's literally just like any type of just mobility to do anything. <laughs> like mm-hmm. today, even just meeting with um, the Wang Fu team at the park, and I was like running a little bit late, and I said, "Oh my god, I can just get out of the car and start." walking <laughs> like <laughs> i don't have to just think of all the things i have to like take out and you know all the different stuff that i have to organize and like all the things i have to like you just you have know. to think about yourself yeah we i literally could just it's a it's a weird mentality shift for yeah. sure yeah this con is like going for way too long but Sorry, it's, yeah. it's a big one and i think this is one that a lot of parents out there feel and i think it's an important one to talk about for those who are thinking about having kids because clearly this is something that everyone goes through right i just wish that you know that ability to get out on a longer weekend trip with you that that was just easier to happen and i know we'll get there one day but that's i would say a, a con of having a child it's like i miss you I miss my yeah, husband. Yeah, I miss you a lot too. Yeah. And I think like we're spending a lot of time talking on this because it is the most front-facing immediate change mm-hmm. that you're going to have to deal with with your partner because uh, it's unavoidable, obviously, and you have to really communicate to maintain some type of understanding of like where your feelings are and if you're struggling with it. Like I feel like Helen and I, we communicate like really rather well for i don't know maybe i would imagine compared to like the average people and even for us we have struggled with this and letting our feelings you know and our egos get in the way of of really listening to each other and supporting each other when we need when we need it like yeah it's um this is something that you definitely hopefully with your partner can really talk about and prepare yourselves for um, and be aware of that it's going to change. Like if, if you and your partner are like ready for this next challenge, you guys have been like chomping at the bit for it and like, and you're, you're excited for your new identity as parents first and spouses second, then like, cool, that's great. You guys are good to go. But like, there's a lot of people that I think don't think about this aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13.
All right, let's move on to next. You want to do a con or a pro? That's a pretty big con. Do we need to balance this out or continue the cons and end on a complete no, we, high? We can we can keep going on the cons. It's okay. Fine. What's another one that you can think of? I think there's there's always just so many different challenges at every stage of their development that you're kind of always hoping like, oh my god, okay, as soon as we get past this thing, it'll be like we're in the clear. There's no clear. <laughs> and I think that there's a mental strain that puts on you because you're just always feeling like you're always drowning or like you're never going to have stability or control again. And I think that definitely kind of weighs on my mind that like, oh, even once we get past this, it's a new set of challenges, right? Like I remember even when I was first posting about this, like on social very naively, like, oh my God, like after how many months is it going to get better? And they're like, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't get better. Like, yes, yeah, certain- so not reassuring. Right. Yes. Certain things will get better, but then like just opens the door for new things, right? Like even just seeing like our friends with babies uh, in like who are like four or five months and they're just holding their baby and i'm like oh my god like you guys are in it this is really tough but then i also look like oh my god but they're also just stay there they don't move you just hold them what do you think was the hardest age so far uh i get I, I mean obviously like newborn phase is is because partially because we were as new parents there's just so much you don't know that flip in your life and so much information that you have to like learn and the physicality that you're just your body's not used to yet that's the hardest, right? Mm -hmm. um, so now, obviously, I'm more adjusted to having, you know, five hours of sleep on a daily basis, or whatever. And so like, it's not as difficult as it once was. But yeah, definitely those first, you know, I, I guess, four months physically and also just mentally, like of the unknown. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would agree. I would say first like zero to the six months was probably the hardest. It's gotten better. It has definitely gotten better. But every day is a new challenge. You are never going to feel completely like, you got this as a parent. Yeah. At least I don't. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is one from one of our listeners, and I will quote, she said, being able to live in a big city is important to me. I didn't want to give up that lifestyle to bring up a kid in an area I don't enjoy. Once I became comfortable with our financial capability to pull this off, having a family became a no-brainer for me. I mean, we lived in a condo in downtown for yeah. many, many years, yeah. and then we decided it was time to move to a house so we could start a family. Do you miss the city? I miss aspects of it. I think for me, though, like, yes, part of it was the, um, moving to like a, a house house with like a driveway or whatever was thinking about future family. But I think also just for me as a person, I was developing into like someone who just wanted more space. Mm. Like there were many times I remember in the condo, like if I'm either building furniture or like the amount of boxes that would like, you know, pile up, like I just wanted a garage that I could just walk to. Or I remember many times I said, I wish I had a driveway, <laughs> you know, to like just do some of this work in. So I'm glad that we moved to a house and like we have the option of going to the city to do city things, mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. I will say to respond to this listener, I did grow up in the city of Boston, so it's not to say that it's not possible to raise a child in a city, but I would agree with you, Philip, that it's definitely more comfortable when you have the space and the storage and the room for your child to run around, right? Again, this comes down to the financial capacity of your family, which we already mentioned in the last episode is a is a con, but definitely able to to raise a child in a city. Yeah, and I think it also depends on like what type of family lifestyle you want. Like there's parents that like love being a city parent you know, that is, is pushing their stroller up a, you know, busy street or whatever. Like, if it works for you, like, it works. Yeah. But I, I can see how if maybe some people would feel like they're obligated to move for a school district or for, you know, a certain neighborhood, 
then yeah, you kind of lose that control once you start thinking about someone else. Yeah. I forget if you kind of went into this, but at least for me, like one of the cons is also such a like harsh word, but um, if you had to make a pro and con list, yeah, like definitely, you know, just losing yourself in parenthood and the obligations of being a parent. You know, I think I've said it in some form before, but like you have to be very ready or comfortable or, or get comfortable with just like your own ambitions and goals kind of taking a back seat for um period of time and not to say that you can't obviously like be functional in your job and do a good job and whatever and have your own goals but like similar to how you prioritize your child over your wife even like you're also going to prioritize your child over yourself in many ways right and so for me i've definitely struggled especially with all the different things I'm doing and, you know, the two businesses of Bopo and Wang Fu, like keeping my head above the water. And I feel like I haven't been as productive as I once was or could be when I had more time, obviously. And yeah, this is for obvious reasons, right? Like, so certain things had to go on the back burner, um, certain either agendas or goals had to go a little bit slower because I just literally don't have the time or energy as, as much as before. So I feel a little bit like, oh, this sucks. This is, you know, unfair. But I had to just accept this is just um, a period of my life where I have things that are much more important mm-hmm. in the bigger picture. And that, you know, there's a timeline. Whatever happens is the timeline that's supposed to happen, right? So I, I try my best to, and this might lead to the pros, but just like really treasure this period of time for what it is versus being upset for what it isn't. Mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think if you're not completely satisfied with where you personally are in life, it can be incredibly debilitating to not only your confidence in yourself, but your own sense of purpose and identity. And I think without direction in any scenario, you tend to take on the identity of what is granted to you or presented in front of you to take on more immediately, right? You kind of just assume that position or that role. And if that's not the sole identity that you want to take on in this context of being a parent, then a few years down the line, you're going to look back and think to yourself, who am I? How did this happen? Where and when did I lose myself? So I think it's important to not lose yourself in the process. Yeah. So while I was definitely struggling with this, I think like I was constantly reminding myself and grateful that I had done a lot with Wang Fu already and with my businesses and Bopo. Like I felt very accomplished there. And like, hey Phil, you lived you lived a good life before this. Like you 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 did a lot. So don't feel so bad that you're not like at that same level now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, so let's get to the pros. What are some pros that you have top of mind that is different from the last episode? One pro that just I keep coming back to and that I appreciate the most is just how special this phase is. What I mean by phase is like not just his particular age, but also the fact that my parents and your parents and the particular age they're at and the health that they're at, getting to interact with him on such a frequent basis. Like he's so lucky. He he has no idea right now, but like the fact that he has all four grandparents with him loving him so much, spending time with him. The fact that I get to see my parents loving him, interacting with him, and get a glimpse into like maybe how they might have been with me. They probably treat him a lot better than me, actually, because now they're like they're uh, healing. <laughs> they're their, removed. Yeah. They're removed from from being uh, directly involved, right? Yes. Or, or or they're they're realizing their mistakes, oh, okay. you know, from the past. <laughs> um, but I know that in ten years or fifteen years or whatever, or even just five years from now, like the snapshots that we have and the little trips that we're taking and the afternoons that we have are just so, so special. Like I, I'm so glad I could a give this to my, my, my parents and that I myself selfishly could like see like my parents in this way. Yeah. I mean, I think this is kind of linked to what a pro that was sent in from a listener and I'll quote, healing your inner child from a past trauma you may have had. Of course, that is not guaranteed, nor is it universal outcome, but the ability to build emotional connection provides an opportunity to experience a sense of unconditional love and support that might have been lacking in your own childhood, reparenting yourself perhaps, so that you become more attuned to your own needs, and creating a positive environment for your child can be a way of rectifying or improving on the environment that you grew up in. Do you feel like that, does that ring true for you at all? I mean, I think he's not at an age yet where I can actually have that kind of one-to-one effect of like, oh, I'm healing something that I went through. But I think we'll get there. Like, I think I definitely think about how I'm constantly thinking about how I want to give him a different kind of um, family life and family dynamic than Mm -hmm. I had. And yeah, I think that's something that, you know, a lot of people talk about just breaking the cycle of that whatever generational trauma and whatever bad habits that our parents might have carried over from their parents. And yeah, we, we are a very different generation um, growing up in a westernized American, you know, kind of society and taking hopefully like the best of both worlds, right? I definitely am going to be constantly reminding myself of like what I don't want to repeat. One pro for myself is I, I, I feel like I've leveled up as a human being. <laughs> not to say that people that don't have kids are not, but I just think that just like any experience that someone has that you know I don't have, having a child exposed me to a world of knowledge and circumstances and challenges that I would have never had if I didn't have a kid, right? So yeah, I just feel like I grew a lot as a person. Doing this with you also has kind of push our relationship to different limits. And anytime you feel that you have overcome those limits together or as an individual, yeah, it does make you feel accomplished. It makes you feel proud of yourself. So uh, yeah, I'm very proud of us and I'm very proud of myself that we have taken on this challenge and are 
doing it with some level of grace and、mm-hmm. um, doing it well. That's more selfish, I guess, of just like, oh, I'm I'm giving ourselves a pat on the back, and it's it's cool to know that that we are part of this club, I guess, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you can get through this. Crazy ride together. It does strengthen your relationship with each other, and that's, I mean, with with you and I. It's, you know? it's weird because it's like it harms your relationship, but also hardens. It. it harms yet hardens. <laughs> it hardens it. Yeah, I like because I like even I said to you like a couple nights ago. It's like oh, we talk about oh, we'll make this out, we'll, we'll make it out, and on the other side stronger. But it's like oh, but you also have to make it out. Like what if、yeah. on the other side there's nothing left to save or there's nothing left to like come back to? Like I think sometimes a lot of couples they don't make it right. So we have to be mindful that like it's not just like, hey, let's just get through this together. Yeah, yeah. You know, see I think on- you have to have like in- very intentional talking, you know, discussions about it, like throughout the whole process, to make sure you're on the same page. Because I could see how it's very easy to just get to the other side and be like, I don't know who you are anymore. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay. One last pro. Let's read some from listeners. Go for it. Okay. So this listener said, having a baby finally pushed me to quit my toxic workplace after my maternity leave benefits ended. Nice. <laughs>、um, <laughs> and I upped my standards for where I'm willing to work, like better schedule, less stress, respectful management. What I was scared to do, quit my job and find a new job. I had the courage to do because it's for both me and my baby. So yeah, I could I could see how you know you're. That's in the category of like using your baby as an excuse to do like certain things. Like, hey, I can't go to this because of my baby, or hey, I need this time because of my baby. Hey, I'm gonna be late because of my baby. Well, that or having a baby forces you to have a new perspective of life. Yeah, right, for sure. That's a more flowery way of looking at it. Yeah, yeah. Don't、okay. have a don't have a baby just so you can use the maternity leave benefits. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, another pro from a listener: the upside is greater and also so much less tangible. You are pushed and challenged in deeper ways that you could never imagine. You become way more efficient with your time. You have more grace and compassion for the people around you. You learn how to ask for help. I think all of that is true. Yeah. I just happen to be looking at a picture of our son on my desk as we're recording, and I think you know maybe to close on this one, one pro that I think about a lot is like we have a whole. Lifetime, the rest of our life is going to be spent with him, ideally, right? And like we're going to get to see this human grow up. Like、mm. we have front row seats to like an entire human,、mm. and hopefully we can mold him to be a great one. And we get to celebrate with him and support him, and you know, help him through difficult times. Maybe I feel like you're gonna get closest to him when he starts、problems. dating. I know、yeah. <laughs> that's when it's gonna flip. I don't know it's like yeah, you just get to you're 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 creating like you're creating a friend. You know, you're like let me show you. Hopefully, he whole, wants to be friends. All of my you, old YouTube videos to get you through everything you're going through right now. I don't know. It's just it's just cool to know that you have the potential to create a really great human、mm. that's close to you, that loves you,、um, and that you get to love. Yeah, there's something like kind of crazy just to say like, oh yeah, like we're kind of building a person,、mm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.、Yeah. I've never seen, I've never looked at it that way before. I love that. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's with us for like forever. Yeah. As long as we live, right?、Yeah. Like this guy's in our life. <laughs> it's yeah, kind of, yeah. It's kind of wild. Like, like we just added this person into our life. <laughs> yeah, I like the、uh, front row seat and getting to mold and shape him into the person that he's going to become. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good one to end on. Well, thank you for tuning into this week's episode. Thank you, Philip, for joining me super late into the night. It's actually, oh my gosh, it's eleven thirty now. 
Philip was out on an all-day company outing and exhausted. He just napped for like an hour with our baby before recording this. So I appreciate you putting in the limited time and energy. I know we both have to record this. We could be hanging out together instead. Yeah, why are, why are we doing this? When we, <laughs> this is the this is one thing that's hurting our con right now. <laughs> no, it's okay. This this also I feel like helps bring this us together. Nice. This is yeah. some nice time too. Also, for all of our listeners out there, if you have any specific questions for Philip, feel free to send them my way. I would love to have Philip on again to pick his dad brain. I feel like I need to have like other dads on here with me. You want other dads on here? No, with but you? that's but this is not this is not my podcast. This is your podcast. I think it's good to have more perspectives, but... Uh, maybe I'll just start my own dad podcast. Maybe you should. Actually, no, because you don't have the time to. So That's true. Don't even think about I it. I know. Well, you can find Philip on Instagram at WongFuPhil, me at HWooWoo, and our main podcast page is Asian Boss Girl. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. See you next time. From us and our little bubs. <laughs> Bye, Bye for, for now. now.